Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. So glad that you are joining. Check out our website, www.notonmywatch.co and get involved. Sign up for our email list and all of that. But hey, we got a new podcast for you. New podcast. Thanksgiving just finished up last week. Hope everybody had a Thanksgiving. And we are... Hopefully it wasn't angstgiving. Hopefully it wasn't angstgiving. And if you don't know what we're talking about, check out the last episode. Yes, check out that. <laughs> Um, but we are on our way already, which might cause, I hope it doesn't cause some angst within people, but we are on our way officially kind of in the Christmas season. Thanksgiving really marks kind of the beginning of the Christmas season, which I'm excited about. Um, let's be honest. We've had our tree up for weeks though, so you can celebrate as long as you want, but that's, that's not the debate we're having on this podcast. We're not have, yeah, we're not going to have the debate. Is it too early? Uh, we're not, you know, you, you can decide that for yourself. So that doesn't really fall into the, the, uh, the scope of what, uh, not on my watch talks about, but, uh, we really want to talk about how not to lose, or maybe I should say how to keep, yes. how to keep your sanity and your focus this Christmas. Um, you know, we've been in full-time ministry for about 20 years, living life, uh, for a little over 40 mm-hmm. And what I've heard, literally, I, I mean, I wish I had like a dollar for everyone. Like, I can't wait till this season's over. Mm-hmm. This season mm-hmm. is so stressful and da, 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 da. And I want to scream from the rooftops, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, you can keep your sanity. You can keep your focus. This can actually be a joy-filled season. Yeah. And we want to talk about that today. And, and that's our message. I've, I've listened to other podcasts and different things on this very issue. And it seems like it's just a foregone conclusion that family and holidays, family plus holidays equals stress. It's kind of like, well, we just have to deal with it and we have to manage the stress. But our kind of, we're different. We're not talking about managing this. We're, we're saying it literally doesn't have to be. You can actually keep your sanity throughout the season. Keep your focus. Yes, Keep what's important, important, not go crazy, and still enjoy the holiday season, the Christmas, the New Year, the Thanksgiving. Um, and I just want you to live in that freedom too. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I, I wonder if we get our identity mm-hmm. from being stressed. I wonder if we get our identity mm-hmm. from all the things. Instead, our identity needs to be coming from Christ. Yes. And so we're going to talk about, um, we've got four things to avoid, uh, four things not to do (laughs) to keep your sanity, to keep your focus. And I just, I just think they're really important. I, I just want you to live where this December doesn't have to be like every other December. You don't have to roll into 2024. I was like, what year are we? You don't have to roll into 2024 feeling like, man, I just got hit by a Mack truck or what just happened the last six weeks Yeah. or like getting the credit card bills and going, what in the world? How am I going to do this? Why did we just do that? 
that's what we're really talking about today. And some may say, why these four? And I think just simply because these are among the four that we've heard the most of. They're like four traps. Four traps that people get mm-hmm. engaged in. And we're saying, hey, let's avoid these traps. So let's let's go through them and, well, and discuss I, I, them. Well, I think that's the deal. If you know a trap is there. Yeah. Like, you know it. Yes. It's, it's like knowledge is sort mm-hmm. of power in that. Like, mm-hmm. if you know, okay, this is a trap. I don't have to fall for it. Like, and then you can set up some things, how not to fall into those traps. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's really, really, really cool. I just think it's cool. I think we can live this way and and there's so much freedom. And I want to say the first one to avoid, and there's a trap set. Oh, it's huge. For this. But can I um, encourage you? Maybe I don't, you don't need me to give you permission, but maybe you could just take this as permission. (laughs) Be empowered to avoid overspending this Christmas. Oh man. We are conditioned, culturally conditioned to spend way more than what comes in. And even if we don't spend more than what comes in to spend really more than we should, because right even before Thanksgiving, we are bombarded with commercials and ads and Black Friday and all these things. This is what you got to do. Cyber Monday, all the stuff. The deals are never going to, can I just say sometimes like, I think, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the deals really deliver on the promise. Anyway. I don't know. I love a good deal. Like, if you know me, I love a good deal, but I'm unwilling to overspend. Like, mm, okay, so here's the deal. This is a research-based podcast. You're Mm going to get sick of us saying that. But, uh, like, 35 36% of Americans went into debt to pay for Christmas gifts last year. 30 5%. Five percent. So that's a big you know, number. That is like one third of people are going into debt. They cannot pay for these things that they are purchasing to give for other people. Um, literally, um, people are still paying off last year's Christmas. So if it's like, oh man, you know, some some people are in this. Twenty five percent of people are still in this category. They're like, man, I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed for this coming Christmas because I still owe stuff on last Christmas from 2022. So if if you are, yeah. it would it would be very explainable why someone would think I, I can't keep my sanity, I can't be focused in the season because I'm still focused on the last season and how I overspent on the last season. And then it's gonna pile on, oh, and then it's gonna pile on. So yes. this is something if you want to keep your focus. Yep. And if you're a follower of Christ, you have a focus. You know Absolutely. what you're you you are you're wanting to please Christ. You're wanting to celebrate mm-hmm. Him. You're wanting to uh, do family. You're wanting to do all these things. You're wanting to live um, according to how He calls us to. So, with all that in mind, you don't have to overspend. In fact, I would say avoid overspending this Christmas. And, and something that we, we've talked about is you literally, some may say, well, I, I have to. Here's the thing. You don't have to buy for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You don't You don't have to buy for every person. Um, I don't know. I just, where did we come up with this idea that I have to, every, every person needs a gift? And not only that, but every person needs a crazy gift. That, that's that's really a fallacy. We don't have to fall into that. Yeah, so I think there's some real practical things that you can set up to keep your focus, to keep your sanity by not overspending is yeah. just refuse to go into debt. Yep. So how do you do that? How do you refuse to go into debt? You look at what you've got right there. 
You, yep. you budget out your mm-hmm. month. You budget out what you, if you haven't come into December saving some things, setting aside, you look and you say, this is what I have to spend and this is all I'm going to spend. Mm. Um, there are a lot of ways to make the dollar, you know, yeah. stretch. I mean, you know, who said you always have to buy new things? Who said you have to buy 40 presents for everybody? You don't. <laughs> you know, your kids, honestly, what are we teaching our kids when we're giving them 40 presents on one day? Are we really teaching them the real me- reason for the season? You know, uh, I know that was like a total Jesus juke, but I'm just, <laughs> I believe it. I, I actually really believe that. This is uh, something that I live by. I I literally refuse to go crazy. Now, do my kids open gifts? Yes. yes absolutely. Is the tree full? Sure. But we're not, I, I, I'm not going into debt to pay for this. And I'm also being mindful that they don't have to open everything on a Christmas morning. There is an yes. entire year to show how valued they are, to give mm-hmm. gifts, to speak love languages about that. But I would just say, refuse to go into debt. And I also think simplify that gift giving. You mentioned yep. it. Yep. You don't have to give to everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? You can write a thoughtful homemade card with a homemade cookie and give that as a gift. This is totally acceptable. Here's the problem with that because for you, um, <laughs> that's a gift. <laughs> that would be a gift. If I can, I just tell you, if I made you a, a homemade cookie, that wouldn't be a gift. It's so the thought that it's counts. The, <laughs> so I'd say, think about your strengths a little bit on that. But no, I think that's. I think that's. I know we make fun of it, but it's so wise because we don't have to spend money for something to be a gift, or I would say even a lot of money. Um, it is. What, what's the thought behind it? What's the creativity behind it? Absolutely. I mean, I think about one of our kids one year gave coupons like, hey, I'm going to, you know, clean my room, you know, with you. Well, they should clean their room all the time. But, you know, like I I don't even remember all the things they just they came up with that idea. Thoughtful. Um, Here's a way to simplify the gift giving. And this is just something that Jeff and I have set up Mm -hmm. as a um, tradition, as a way to simplify. See, I was getting overwhelmed with Christmas, you know leading a church, leading a family, doing all of these things that, you know, you have to, you just have a lot coming at you. Mm -hmm. You've got the Christmas programs and all of this. And it was feeling like I was feeling a little overwhelmed. And so one of the ways that we tried to simplify this is we took one day off. We took a vacation day, a PTO, whatever you, whatever you call it, PTO, (laughs) whatever you call it at your, your place of employment. We took an entire day off and we made a day of it. It was actually... It's actually something I look forward to. I I love this We start it really early. We go and we do all of our Christmas shopping in one day. It is a marathon day. It absolutely is. I make a list. Mm -hmm. A little bit as much as I can. Like I'm not really a list person. You are more the list person. I'm a list person. You kind of sometimes make the list. (laughs) I don't know. I like to just roll and see what happens. But we go and we get all of our gifts in one day. Come home wrap them and put them on the tree and it takes an entire day but it is done but when we do this though it's we're doing a couple things we're we're purchasing gifts for our family for our kids but you and i are are having fun out together (laughs) we're having you have to go have coffee we're having coffee we're spending time together so yeah it's stuff we have to do but we're actually also spending time together again like you said you look forward i look forward to that day every year because it's like wow we get to Go out and do this. It's a lot, again, it's a lot of work. I don't want to. Right. And does everybody work, have to do it that way? 
No. We're giving you ideas though, yeah. but if every day is consumed with spending time on the internet, on the iPad, trying to figure out what to get while your kid's over here playing, we, we might be doing oh, it wrong. Yeah. We might be doing it wrong. We might be focused more on the gift rather than our presence. Like, Can I just tell you, you helped me out on this a lot because um, you have a way of doing things that you can just do things quick. Um, and I'm gonna say why in a little bit. I tend to, I'm just gonna say it, full disclosure, I tend to obsess over certain things. I know we've never spoken Whoa, about that. Whoa, this is a shocker. True confession. <laughs> but I think if left to my own devices, I would stretch that day into weeks and months because I'd be, is is the person that I'm giving this for, are they really gonna like it? And you don't obsess, you want people to like the gift, of course. But what this also does, this requires you not to obsess and to think about the main thing. And let's not obsess over who's going to like it, but let's obsess over our heart behind the gift. Yeah, and I'm not not knocking on anybody who takes you know months to buy their gifts. Oh, that happens. Yeah, and, and I understand. You know, if you yeah. if that works for you, uh, but I would I would really wonder. Um, I, I've talked to a lot of people who've done this, and they end up like losing gifts in their home, and they can't find them. I would. They lose. forgot where they placed them, and then all of a sudden they're spending more time trying to mm -hmm. store or find these gifts, or you know, or man, I, if I would have just bought this on Black Friday, I could have saved two dollars. Now this is coming from somebody who likes to save money a lot. I like to do that, but sometimes your sanity is worth the $2. It's, it's way worth it. It's worth it. And so keeping your sanity in focus by refusing to overspend, mm -hmm. just think about the end result. Your kids don't want you stressing about no. paying for their Christmas in January, February, and March. So if you can't afford it yes. in December, don't buy it. That's good. There we go. Okay, so avoid overspending. Yes. Number two. Number two, uh, avoid overcommitting. This is this is a, a big deal too because with uh, Christmas and the Christmas season and the whole holiday season comes a whole yeah. lot of schedules. You said it: church, family, parties, and just a whole Concerts, bunch of sports. Concert. If you have kids in in school, you know. I mean, it's, there's Christmas parties, there's Christmas everything. It, avoid overcommitting. And I think on this, you have to figure out what your priorities are and stick to those. This is where yes. your goals as a family, yes. your goals as a mar married couple, um, you know, th those are huge in determining what you're going to commit to and really what you're not going to commit to. It's okay to say we can't attend that. Right. We. It's okay to say, you know, we can't do that. And here's why. Because we're at five things, six things the week before, and we can't do that this week. So. Yeah, and I, I think that's so so huge. You, you're just gonna have to come back to your priorities, because I think sometimes when when yeah. I would hear something like this, what I'm hearing is like, oh, so you don't want to do anything? <laughs> no. When there's there's a, there's a pendulum swing. Yeah, I, I, you know? I really, I mean, this isn't the season just to hibernate and <laughs> yeah. to not be involved. Uh, you know, I think it's really good to be involved in things. Um, some would probably accuse me of being over involved. Cues <laughs> on, you know. Um, <laughs> But really, it's setting up priorities. What is it, this comes back to life? I mean, mm -hmm. it just gets amplified in Christmas, but it's really just life. What are you committed to? And so, in this season, it's not the right thing to say, "Oh, well, I'm gonna." You're right. We are we are too busy. I'm not gonna go to church at all in the month of December. Which people 
This is a common thing. People do that. I, I can't do that. So so church is is the thing that goes off. And I, and I want to also kind of think about, once again, we've said it already, but what's the reason for really why we're celebrating? Well, but if we have our priorities, if we have our priorities listed, if we say these yes. are what are, that helps us make decisions. Yes. So if we have our priorities correct, we will not say, oh, I'm not going to go to church in the month of December. Like... <laughs> That would not be if our priorities are correct. correct. We would say things like, oh, I'm not sure I can go to that Christmas party because we, you know, we want to be involved in the Christmas Eve service. Or I'm yeah. not sure I can go to this family function because this is a priority. Be- because remember, it's what gives this, th- hopefully, what gives this season meaning? It's the absolute I don't want to Jesus juke anybody, but the presence of Christ gives this entire season meaning. And if we get that backwards, we will, I promise you, I guarantee you, we will end up depleted. Yeah, we'll think Macy's is what gives us yeah. our, our the deals there. Or, yes. you know, like, all, I mean, I, I don't even know if you go to Macy's. You know what I mean? Yes. Coles, whatever. Like, you're, this is, mm-hmm. and that's not what this season is about. Correct. And if we get our priorities mixed up, we will overcommit or we'll commit to the wrong things. Um, I I think even overcommitting one of the things, and these are sometimes we have to say no to really good things. Yeah. Yeah. Things that they're not bad. But one of the ways we've done this, and again, you may want to, you know, check your own family priorities, but like we have made it a, a, we are not going to commit to going anywhere on Christmas morning other than being at home. Yeah. That's important to us. That is an important value to us as we are developing memories that our kids yeah. are going to remember forever. This is going to be how they can set up their own family yes. traditions when one day we're cheering them on and not necessarily in that, I don't know, the the mode of making those decisions. I will want my kids to have their family time at their house as well. And so, I, you know, I think we're just, you've you got to decide, I'm not going to go to all these things because I'm going to make these memories with my kids. Well, I think that that morning of Christmas, just so, just a, it's a powerful time just to be together, wake up in, we like it, waking up in our own home. We're not worried about traveling, all the stress that comes along with that. Open gifts. We'll wake up crazy early because our kids could, you know, and, and we just want to do that in our own environment. I well, and I just think making making those those core memories, yes. saying this is something that we're committing, we're showing you kids that you don't have to overcommit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wake up in a hotel room. You can yep. wake up in your home celebrating yes. Christmas. And so, uh, okay, so avoid overspending, avoid overcommitting. But number three, avoid overeating. And yeah. I know it's like, oh, why'd you go there? Is no. this going to be a gluttony we podcast? Just, somebody <laughs> thought we just ruined a good a good thing, maybe. But, you know, um, I, I think we need to think about something huge when it comes to even just what we consume. I tell you what, I love cinnamon rolls. I love around the holiday season, I'll have pies and things like that. So this is not a podcast. This is really not like this podcast of, you know, just boycott sugar over the holiday season. And eat season. carrots over holiday. And, no, this is not that. However, I think a good question to ask is what are you connecting to over this this Christmas season? And oftentimes what we find out is we connect to food rather than to people. Um, now, food is a way that we can connect with each other. Yes. But if we're, if we're it, I would say sometimes the idol, food right is there. an idol. Food can be an idol where food 
kind of leads the holiday. What are we having is, is, is what kind of takes priority rather than connecting with others. Um, and when food is an idol, things get backwards, things get stressful and all that. So yeah. when we say over avoid overeating, this is not a caloric intake no. suggestion. Like, okay, if you eat 2200 calories, you've you've gone into the over. Okay, that's not what that is not what this I I am even personally hesitant to even talk about this a little bit because um yes. this is personal experience. I'm just letting you into what I have personally experienced. There I've personally experienced lots of people saying you need to preach on gluttony. I'm so sick of people just being gluttony, you know, gluttonous or whatever and living in gluttony. It's the sin that's never talked about. Come to find out like they're living in deep dark sin of like I mean seriously like affairs, uh drug abuse, all this kind of stuff. I'm yeah. like why are you on this when you know you got all this going on in your life? So absolutely, yeah. I'm just I'm just like so literally jumping. I'm jumping all in and letting you into you. Even the whole idea of that, like, oh, should I talk about this? Well, because gluttonies can be a pet topic for people who are really burying other things. I mean, like, and so yeah, we're hesitant to talk about that, but it's a little thing that we need to talk about. No, it, um, right. And so yeah. I just want you to hear our heart, but like, it's this is the thing. You can make food a God just like you can make yep. the presence a God or the money a God. Is money bad? Nope. No. Is buying presents for your kids bad? No. Is overspending bad? Yeah. Is eating food at Christmas that you maybe normally wouldn't, you know, like cinnamon rolls or pies or things, is that bad? No. Absolutely not. I mean, look at the Bible. There's feasts. <laughs> yes. But is it, is there, is it possible to, to serve that? Yes. 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 So we can avoid that this year. Maybe maybe it's setting up some guidelines. Hey, I'm going to have desserts at this function or mm -hmm. on this day, but I'm not going to have it every day going up to that. Yeah. Or maybe it's setting up some boundaries. Maybe it's setting up some fasting days. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think there are a whole lot of ways. Maybe it's saying, you know, hey, I'm going to do this. And, and then in January, I'm going to, you know, yep. reset for a fast for 21 days. I don't know. Right, recognize the world of extremes we live in. The, we're, we're living in extremes like where the world says, go all out right now, go all out right now. And that same world profits off us when they say, oh, buy this exercise plan. You know, it's, let's not live. I, I think just get off the extremes. Yeah. Um, I think it's huge and don't overeat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And last one on the over. Uh, so avoid overspending, overcommitting, overeating, and over idolizing. Yes. This season. Hmm. Over idealizing, idolizing, Ide either making it this like yeah. ideal situation. Re Ugh. Refuse to buy into the myth that everything has to be perfect. Uh, that your, your Christmas season has to resemble the Hallmark Channel. Or mm -hmm. you just have to have every gathering needs to be just mm, exactly how you dream of it. Um, I think when we do that, we're not accounting for, for life. We're not accounting for, um, you know, what if somebody, no fault of their own, what if a child gets sick and dashes your Christmas hopes or, you know, things <laughs> like that. Strap throat enters the key. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
you, you know, it, we're not saying check your expectations at the door and have zero expectations because that's the other extreme. We're simply saying don't make this picture of your perfect Christmas the focus. Of I think, the I mean, season. literally, it's like idealizing something, yeah. making that an idol. Yes. Yep. And so I think we can get really um, into that when we watch all these Hallmark shows and we think, if it doesn't snow just like that and the sleigh doesn't come up and my hair is going in the wind, you know, like, and I know that sounds crazy, but we can get yep. these ideas of how it should be. I've been in these pressure cooker situations. Make sure you look right. Take the picture. <laughs> Everybody smile. Get together. Stop. Stop. Look happy. You know, and look like the perfect family. <laughs> this is going on the Christmas card. Uh, you know, I, I, this does not have to be that way. This does not have yes. to be a pressure cooker. Yes. In fact, I would say just avoid it. Yeah. Now, how, how can you do that? Set up some real family traditions, yeah. some real measurable, fun family traditions mm-hmm. that if something goes awry, like you just enjoy it. Um, you know, I, I think we have some of those that we've set up. We go and see the lights in this one park every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get some cocoa. We could make it at home. We could stop by a coffee shop and get it. It doesn't really matter. It's not about how the cocoa tastes or if yeah. all the lights. The lights are not even that cool. It's, it's just a memory. That we're doing it together. <laughs> yeah. Like, and if it rains, we still do it. Like, it's not going to ruin ruin the yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It, there's some things that you could set. Guess what? Here's here's one that we've done, and I'm just giving you ideas. But one, we have a couple of trees in our house. One of mm-hmm. them, our daughter, even just recently, just yes. decorated all on her own from things that she collected and got. And you know, is it is it something that you would put on the front of a magazine, like Architectural Digest or something? No. <laughs> Is it beautiful? Yes. Oh, she was she was looking forward to it. It was so awesome. Like, like taking ownership in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And also, I want her to learn. This isn't about my tree looking perfect for an Instagram story. Like, this isn't mom or dad's Christmas. This is all of ours, and yeah. so it's like involving your kids, giving them ownership. Yes. Um, it does not have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there and. If you want to go buy the matching pajamas and take a picture, Which great. we've done that too. We've totally done it. Like I've gone out in public <laughs> in restaurants with matching pajamas. Hey, I've enjoyed it. People look at us. We weird, have pictures to prove it. Pictures like, to prove it. Right. But if it becomes the stressor, I think what it is is really yes. like, what's the idol? If oh, it yeah. becomes an idol, if it becomes something that like, if this does not go perfect, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> if you... If, if a store does not have your matching pajamas and you feel like that's going to throw Christmas over the edge, that's right. That's not, probably you know, is not in its right and, spot. And I, and I love all the things. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. But if they become the thing that's throwing you into debt or throwing right. you into stress, mm-hmm. then they're, they're not in their proper place. And so that's what we're just saying. Here's the deal. Yeah. You can keep your sanity. Yes, you can. You can keep your focus. Yep. Jesus can be first mm-hmm. in this season. I mean, he should be. Yeah. And what we'll find out is when he, this goes back to everything we say, when he's the center, everything else is kept together. Mm-hmm. When he's the center of our, our life, but also our, our season, our Christmas season, our celebrations, 
we're going to find out that there's more joy. We're going to find out that at the end of the celebrations and the, all the work that goes, because there's a lot of work that goes into the parties and all this stuff, we're going we're gonna to feel encouraged and not depleted. We're going to feel energized and not depleted if Christ is the center. But once he's removed from the center, once money's in there or the, the celebrations or the food is in there, things go awry really fast. And we're just saying, you know what? Keep him in the center. Right. That's what we're saying. And we're Keep him in absolutely. The and you know what? Everything might not go as planned. Probably won't. <laughs> but if it does, hey. Awesome. I mean, like, that's wonder. I mean, enjoy the season. Just make it a priority yep. that guess what? You're going to sit down with your spouse. So you're going to sit down even with your, your kids. Or you're going to say, okay, here's how we're going to plan out to enjoy this time. Yep. We're not going to make it a stressful thing that we're oh, I just hope to survive. We're going to enjoy this season. And, you know, I I just... I just want to encourage you to do so. Yeah. I want to encourage you that this, it doesn't have to be the way that it's always been. Yeah. We want to encourage you to keep your sanity, uh, keep your focus. This Christ, this is a great time of year. Mm-hmm. This is an incredible time of the year where you can celebrate uh, with family what Christ came to do for us. And so, um, hey, take a moment to share this podcast, yeah. rate and review and do all, all this stuff. Uh, let someone know about this. Our prayer that this season, this month, not the most stressful as it is for many, but uh, for you and your family, it'd be the most life-giving of the year. So we're so excited. Can't wait to see you right here on the next episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. We will see you then. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watchful.